Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Bromley and South London Football League part of the South podcast for this week. It's Danny Hollis, League Secretary, reporting on results and looking at fixtures um, and um, a little look at the tables as well as we go. So, um, first of all, on to results from last Saturday, which was Saturday the 29th of October. A lot of cup games. We had the London Junior Cup, a lot of our teams in it, so um, second round this week. So that's not many league games. Let's go through them first. First of all, Falconwood Reserves 3, Forestdale 2. Um, good result for Falconwood Reserves off the back of a 5-1 defeat last week to West Wickham Albion. So they're back to winning ways. And Forestdale got a good win away at Eltham Town a couple of weeks ago. So they're a very competitive side. Shows very competitive Premier Division this year. Um, so congratulations to Falconwood on the three points. The other game in that division, actually a hat-trick of that one as well for Dijon, Gail Kirby. Scored a lot of goals already for them. Falconwood Reserves. The other game in that division was West Wickham Albion 2, Eltham Town 2. Uh, West Wickham Albion being near the top of the table. Decent point, I guess, for Eltham Town although they've got ambitions as well to do well in that division. The only game in the Jim Hampson Division 1 was Crofton Albion against Standard Ballers, um, and Crofton Albion lost their 100% record, drew 0-0 with Standard Ballers, who have also had a a great start to the season, but drew the week before as well against Farnborough Thirds. Down to Richard Ailing Division 2, and we had All-Star Spartans United 1, Bexley Heath Lions 2, Bexley Heath Lions continue their recent good form, uh, and then Atletico Londres, eight three winners against Red Velvet Thirds. Um, a whopping win there for Atletico Londres. Um, very impressive. A hat-trick for Gabino Blyer, who's also scored quite a lot of goals this season. London Legends 2, Bexley A2. And then Main Road 1, Stansfield A8. Eight different scorers for Stansfield there, which is quite an unusual thing to happen. OK, in our domestic cup competitions, cup competitions within the league, Farnborough Thirds beat Red Velvet Reserves uh, 4-1. A good result for Farnborough Thirds. They seem to be finding their form a little bit now. Um, and then there was an absolutely cracking game in the Queen Mary Cup between um, two of our premier sides, um, Old Roan against Eden Park uh, Greens. Now, ended 3 all after normal time, then went into extra time and ended up 5 all. and Old Roan ended up winning... Uh, 6-5 on penalties, so a cracking game. Uh, congratulations to Old Roan, uh, who are through to the next round. Commiserations to Eden Park. It sounded like a cracking game. And Old Roan have been scoring goals for fun recently. Uh, so Pat Brennan scored another hat-trick um, to go with his recent good run of form. And Michael Roy, a hat-trick off the bench for Eden Park. Incredible um, that. So I'm sure he'll be pushing for a start next week. OK, then we had the London Cup. A mixed results, as usual, in these county cups. Um, don't know who you're going to play. Sometimes you've got a long uh, way to travel. Sometimes you're playing against a really top side. Matagalpa through. They beat AFC Battersea 3-2. Tight game, that one. So well done to Matagalpa. Uh, South Dulwich are out. They lost 3-0 away to Crayford Arrows. A good side in Division 1 west of the Kent County. Um, so no shame in that result at all. Uh, Olam, unfortunately, were given away walkover against them for Casa Benfica. Um, then we had uh, Rustlers, good 2-1 win. Uh, trip for them away to Partizan Wandsworth, and they came away with a, with a 2-1 win, which is great. Beckenham suffered a, a bit of a hammering to Royal Wells, 7-0. Uh, and then Catford threw 4-0 against XLP. Um, so good result there for Catford. So a few of our teams through, and then Agenda as well, 4-2 winners away at Jamrock, um, which is a good result. They've been a side been around for a long time, Jamrock. So Agenda are through, uh, Catford are through, and um, Matagalpa are through, and Rustlers are through. So congratulations to those four sides in the hat for the next round. Uh, bad luck to South Dulwich Beckenham, uh, who are out. Right, um, where does that leave the league tables? Well, um, weren't many league games, so the tables haven't changed hugely. 
West Wickham Albion um, remain top of the John Cooper Premier Division, but they're level on points now with um, Agenda having played a game more. Um, so they're on 13 points each. Eltham Town are on 11 points. And just behind them, Forestdale, Falconwood on nine points. But some teams really have played a lot more than others. So some teams, Ollum have only played once, for example. Uh, West Wickham Albion, Eltham Town and, and Rustlers have played six. Jim Hampson, Division 1, and Crofton and Albion are still top, but only by a point from Sporting Club Beckenham, who have played a game less, 10 points to 9 points. Standard Ballers are next on 8 points after those two draws recently. Richard Ailing, Division 3, and Stansfield A are out on top, 15 points. Um, Bexley A, NatWest Bank and Bexley Heath Lions all on 10 points. Um, and then a couple of teams just below, again, Elton Eagles and Athletic Londres on 9 points, and they've played some games less than the teams above them. Right, let's have a look at fixtures for next week. And again, there's lots of County Cup games. It's Kent Junior Cup week, but we do have more league games. So in our John Cooper Premier Division, some real crackers here. Agenda Old Road looks like an absolutely brilliant game. Um, probably our fixture of the week. Catford against Forestdale and Olam against Eden Park. Then down to Jim Hampson Division 1. And we've got Bromleyans against Standard Ballers and Groundhoppers against Sporting Club Beckenham. Good games and Rich Lane Division 2, Beckenham against Red Velvet Thirds, London Legends against Main Road, and NatWest Bank against Atletico Londres. Um, no uh, in domestic cups games this week for us, it's all league games and um, county cup games. We've got fixtures in all sections of the Kent Junior Cup. So, in section A, West Wickham Albion are away to Halls, Rustlers play at home to Stansfield Reserves. That's not the Stansfield in our league. This is Stansfield in the King County. And then Eltham Town at home to South Dulwich. Looks like a really cracking game, that one. Two of our top sides in our Premier. In Section B, we've got Chelsfield at home to uh, Farnborough Thirds and Crofton Albion at home to Sporting Club Beckenham. Two internal um, games there. It's a shame because I think some of those teams would have a chance of getting through if they were against another side. And then Falconwood uh, reserves against Grand Sports um, Club. And then Section C, we've got um, Bexley A, home to Tatsfield Rovers, and Stansfield A, away to Orpington Reserves. Beckenham were fortunate enough to receive a bye in that round. So that's fixtures for next week. I'd say um, cup-wise, uh, Crofton Alving and Sporting Club Beckenham looks a cracker in the um, um, Kent Junior Cup, as does Chelsfield against Farnborough. A lot of the Chelsfield boys' history with Farnborough obviously played there. Uh, managed there in the past, so they look like really cracking ties. And Eltham Town against South Dulwich as well, really, really good-looking ties, those. Um, and then in the league, I'd say Agenda against Old Rhone in the Premier looks like a, a brilliant game. Groundhoppers against Sporting Club Beckenham would be interesting. Sporting Club Beckenham have been going well. be interesting to see how they get on against Groundhoppers. Um, so that's it. That's the fixtures for this week. Um, thanks for listening, and that's all from me. Hello and welcome to this Essex Alliance League roundup for the month of October as we head towards the back end of 2022 and wave goodbye to British summertime. We start our roundup of course always with the senior division uh, which is now moving towards a, a really firm picture of who, who will be challenging at the top end of the table. And it's FC Barese who are really setting, the, setting their stall out early and now hold a six point lead at the top of the table with a very healthy goal difference too. And they're also the only side unbeaten with nine victories and a draw from their opening 10 games in the league. Jolo Sports, who after a bit of a difficult start, are the side who now sits second, six points behind and with a game in hand on Brazy, with seven victories and a draw, seeing them now up into, into one of the, uh, the promotion spots. In third place, Sporting Hackney have been one of the sides who have really been at the top end of the table most of the, most of the season, but did fall to a defeat at the weekend, which has seen them drop back slightly, uh, and, and also was their first defeat of the year. Six victories and two draws, seeing them have 20 points in the league so far. Brimsdown are back in the picture after a bit of a difficult middle stage of the season. They now sit in fourth with six victories and two draws, seeing them now into the top four, also with 20 points. It's been a bit of a difficult time for fifth place Lymore Gardens, who were one of the sides who were racing away in the early stages of the year, but three consecutive defeats, two of those in the league, has seen them lose their unbeaten record and drop to fifth with six victories and a draw, giving them 19 points. But of course, just one win from returning back into second place. FC Petra cover one of the form sides from October, uh, but they did lose at the weekend, just gone actually to end the month 
with a defeat. But they sit sixth, just a point behind Limewell Gardens with six victories uh, from their opening 10 games. Woodford East have a game in hand on the side above. Uh, they sit seventh with 16 points from their first nine games with five victories and one draw. Uh, they're, they're a side who will be looking to break into the top five as things move along. Chadwell Heath Spartans are, have played most of the games in the division, having played 12 now, with 13 points accrued, four victories and a draw, giving them that tally as they sit just at the top of the bo- uh, at the bottom of the top half. Manbaker Reserves are in ninth place now, also on 13 points, but with four games in hand on Chadwell Heath Spartans. Uh, as they search to move into the top half, four victories and a draw for May and Baker so far um, in what's been a pretty good, pretty good start to the year for them. Kit Out London are two points further back on 11, uh, sitting tenth with three victories and two draws, including one against their big rivals FC Petra Cub at the weekend, uh, as they sit on in tenth place. Frenford have a game in hand on sides above, and in two, in some cases two or three games in hand. Ten points from their opening eight games which has been accrued through three victories and a draw, which has been a good good turnout for the promoted side. Just below them, four teams on 10 points, in fact. Walthamstow Reserves also on 10 points, but from 10 games played, three victories and a draw for the side who'd really raced out of the marks early, but have dropped away in recent weeks. Dagenham United have been there or thereabouts in the bottom half of the standings most of the season, also with 10 points from 10 games played. Two wins and four draws to their name for the promoted side. And another promoted side also on 10 points. In fact, the cluster of teams around here, all from last year's uh, Premier Division. Uh, Oakside with three victories and a draw from nine points. Although, of course, that game in hand could prove vital if they want to move further up the table. By five points behind them, uh, Crooks United are the other promoted side from the Premier Division last year. They have one victory and two draws to their name so far in senior football. Five points adrift, as I say, of, of the side above them. Rapid Chingford were bottom of the table for a very long time this year, but at the 11th attempt at the weekend, they secured their first league win, giving them a move off the bottom and into 16th. But just the three points means that they are presently seven points adrift of safety. And the bottom side now are Blue Marlin, who only have one draw to account for their opening seven games of the season. But they do have the most games in hand on, on the sides above, so therefore there is time for them to resolve that situation. We move into our Premier Division East now, as we look at what, what has been a very close uh, run thing so far this year, and a division where at the moment there are six sides competing right at the very top of the table. It's RCXI who lead the way at the moment, with five victories and a draw, one of four teams unbeaten in this division at the moment. Uh, they have 16 points from their opening Hall of Games, uh, and that's a lead of three points against the side sitting in second at the moment, which is Fairlock Rovers, who have four victories and a draw from their opening six games, giving them 13 points. But goal scored is all, all it separates Fairlock from third place Chingford Athletic, who are a goal behind, but with a game in hand. The unbeaten Chingford side sitting on 13 points with four victories and a draw, no defeats for them so far. But coming up very quickly from the rear uh, in fourth place, underscore United, uh, two games in hand on Chingford and a four-point deficit to make up on their side. They are three from three, the only side in the division with a perfect record to date and also putting away the goals at a good, at a good speed. Wolfram Abbey A are sitting fifth and certainly a side who will offer something at the top end of this division, I believe. Only the four games played, but three of those have been victories, seeing them on to nine points. In sixth place, the last of the unbeaten sides, Averley under 23s. A young side here, unbeaten so far, two victories and a draw from their opening three games, giving them seven points so far. And with games in hand and plenty of their pl- plenty of potential there to make up on the sides above. There's a bit of a gap from 6th down to 7th with 4 points separating down to London Park City who have just the one victory to their name giving them 3 points in the league a similar record to Cowley Community also with just the one win and 3 points from their 6 games 2 teams below them have just the 1 point which is ninth place Barking under Barkside under 23s who just one draw from 3 games played but of course their games in hand could be vital for side also on the single point are Wapping, with just one draw from for the cup finalists from last year, which has been a disappointing start for them. And bottom of the table are new side Freetown, who from their opening five games have yet to accrue 
uh, a point in the league so far. They sit at the foot of the table. We move now into Premier Division West, which, as we, as we say, is also at Premier Division level and has got a great battle forming right at the very top of the table, where AEK London presently decide who leading the way with 19 points from their first eight games of the season. Um, but they did they have picked up a defeat in their, in that spell of opening games. Um, and that, that has left the door open slightly for second place London Cranes, who do have a game in hand and only sit three points behind AEK London, albeit with a far uh, inferior goal difference so far. But five victories and a draw, a very pleasing return, I'm sure, for the side based in East Ham. In third place are North East Lions, who have been top of the table in recent weeks, but fallen away after a couple of defeats as they now move on to 15 points with five victories from their opening seven, but a side who I'm sure will be there or thereabouts in the in the throes of the, the, the end of the season. And I'm sure another side who will be there or thereabouts are Priory Park Rangers, the only unbeaten side left in the division with four victories and two draws from their opening six games, but it's been a good start for the Hackney-based side, which has seen them pick up 14 points. Now, with games in hand, CSM London are probably going to approach this uh, quite late on with, 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 with the games that they've got left to play. They are two games behind everybody else. And were they to win those, they could in fact move up into third place. Uh, nine points so far for this for the uh, Beckton Bay side with three victories from their opening four. Bit of a gap then down to Wanted, who although only two points behind, have played a number of, number of extra games on the sides above. Two victories and a draw for the, for the Wadham Lodge Bay side um, with seven points their total. That's a point ahead of 7th uh, placed G7, who have picked up two victories from their opening seven games in what's been a bit of an uh, um, indifferent start, I would say, for the East London side there, but with still plenty of the season to go to move up the standings. Games in hand might help Leighton City in 8th place. Only played the five games so far, just the one victory, though, amongst those five. Um, the question will be there, can they put those games in hand to some use? Two points ahead... Uh, our Leighton City from Seoul, who just have one point, that coming from a draw early in the season, uh, seeing them on to, into ninth place. And that's a point ahead of two teams without a point to date, which who are Tower United and Athletic Newham under-23s, who are both winless and pointless at this stage of the season. Into Division 1, and again another division where uh, a, a great battle is forming. And at the top of the table so far are Newham Wanderers, um, and they've made a great start. Five victories from their opening six games. Their one defeat actually coming against Old Estamians, who are in mid-table. A disappointment, I'm sure, for the, for the league leaders. But they have 15 points so far, which is three points ahead of second place, Unity. Unity are, in fact, one of two teams in this division with a perfect record so far. So with the games in hand, of course, they could move to the summit if they were to win those. 12 points from their opening four. A great start for last year's cup winners. In third place are Redbridge Community. Five games played so far this year for the side based over at, um, over in Goodmays. Four victories and one defeat uh, for the Redbridge-based side there, giving them 12 points also. And that's three points ahead of Ilford Reserves, a local rival side there, who have games in hand. have only played three so far, but all of those three have resulted in victories for the Foxes there meaning that if they, if they were to win their games in hand, they will move into the top two. Oldest Damians sit fifth, having played the most games in the division, seven there, two victories and a draw, seeing them onto seven points and sitting relatively comfortably in mid-table at the moment. But sixth place, something from nothing, are only a point behind, and with four games in hand on Oldies, two victories from their opening three, you'd expect them to probably move up the table relatively quickly. In 7th place are Forest Green, who have picked up 4 points from their opening 5 games in what was a good start to the season, but have fallen away a little, little more recently. One win and one draw to their name so far. One of the new recruits in the division are Eagles Football. They've made a bit of a mixed start so far, with just the 3 games played. One victory, one draw, one defeat for the Dagenham Bay side has seen them pick up 4 points. And in ninth place are Renegades. Renegades are so far winless, one of three teams without a win so far. Two points picked up from the two draws, giving them two points uh, to their tally. And that's a point ahead of Atoll, who sit second bottom in 10th, who have only picked up the one draw so far, as I'm sure they'll be disappointed with their return in the third tier. 
Bottom of the table are Kansas London Sport, who finally managed to start their season at the weekend, and that resulted in a first defeat, and that means that they presently sit bottom. We now move into Division 2, and this is the one division where a side is starting to run away with things a little, with Snaresbrook, 7 from 7 so far, the perfect 7, um, you might say, and only two goals conceded, a very miserly defence there, 21 points picked up by the side from East London. In second place, Rain and Phoenix, one of the sides that Snaresbrook have beaten recently, they sit a whole 9 points behind the league leaders, one game in hand however, um, with four victories from their opening six games in what, what would otherwise be considered a fairly decent start. In third place, Royal Forest also are on nine points and have a very healthy goal difference, having scored a fair few goals so far this year. But three victories have been accompanied by three defeats, what's been a bit of a mixed bag of results for the Loughton Bay side. In fourth place, and with games in hand and with a decent start so far, FC Beresi under 23s with three victories from four in their opening run of the season. Nine points, therefore, for the for the Wolfenstow-based team, and with games in hand, they could actually move into second place. Also on nine points, Woodford East Reserves, with three victories from their opening five games, as seen them onto that nine-point tally, and again, keeping in touch with matters above them. Just below them, and at the start of the bottom half of the table, Old Barcabians sit in 6th place with two victories from their opening results. I think they'll be fairly disappointed with that return after such a great season last time out. And that's the same number of points as Chadwell Heath Spartans Reserves, who have picked up a couple of wins to go with three defeats so far, giving them six points and sitting in 7th. 8th place St Francis have games in hand on the sides above, um, but a bit of a difficult start for the for the Wanstead uh, Flats base side there. Just the one win from their opening four games. And it's one win only for Redbridge Community Reserves, albeit they've only played the two so far. One win and, and one defeat for the side based over in Goodmays. And it's also one win for 10th place Lymore Gardens Reserves. The promoted side not having the best of things since they've moved up a division. Just the one victory to their name, giving them three points. The only side without a point in Division 2 so far this season are Barking Potters, who sit bottom of the table with six defeats from six. Although when you look at the run of results more recently, you can see that there is some consistency forming in the team. We look now into Division 3, where Newbury East, the only side now left with an unbeaten record in the division, sit top of the table with 22 points from their opening eight games. Uh, and that, that follows having been relegated from Division 2 last year. A good start for the uh, Newbury Park base side. Seven points behind the leaders are Jolloff Sports Reserves, who have secured five wins to their to their credit so far, giving them 15 points and sitting probably as one of the one of the two main threats behind the league leaders so far. The other threat must come from Chingford Harriers um, ball court, I would say. They have three games in hand on the leaders, but ha with having suffered one defeat, which was in fact to Newbury East. They have four wins from their opening five games and a 12-point haul so far. Another side on 12 points are Flyers under-21s, uh, who have made a good start following promotion. They sit fourth with four wins from their opening seven in what's been a pretty good return for the young side from Romford. Friendford A sit three points back on nine points, one of two teams on nine points, in fact, with three wins and three defeats. The same record, almost identical to Melbourne Sports, also sitting right in the middle of the table with three wins and three defeats. Just below them, by a point, are Dagenham United Reserves, who did make a good start to the season, um, but they have now won two, drawn two and lost two, showing that there's a little bit of inconsistency there in their performances, but a decent start nonetheless. From a game more, one point less for Buckhurst Way, who did pick up a point at the weekend, but only seven accrued so far, two victories and a draw for the side based up at um, Bancroft's. Glendale sit in ninth place, four points back, but with a couple of games in hand on the teams above them. One victory to their name so far, which came against Dagenham United a week or so ago. And at the bottom of the table, it was a, a big meeting at the weekend, in fact, as Romford under-21s moved off the bottom and up to 10th with a victory um, against Football Club of Riverside over at Lakeside, giving them their first three points of the season. And that meant that Football Club Riverside are the only team left in the division without a point so far. Goal scoring seeming to be their issue with just two goals scored in their opening four fixtures. 
And last of all, we're looking to Division 4. It was a good weekend for Romford as their under-19 side moved top of the table in Division 4, having picked up five victories from their opening six games so far, just the one defeat to their name, and giving them a 15-point haul, uh, which is two points ahead of second-placed London Apsa under-23s. Another side who have made a good start, four victories and a draw to their name, and they sit on 13 points and with a very healthy goal difference also. Just below them, by a point in fact, two teams with almost identical record. Collier Row Wills are sitting third uh, with four victories from their opening games. Uh, and only goal scored, keeping them ahead of Fairlock Rovers reserves currently, um, which they, they've made a good start with four victories also from their opening six games. There's a bit of a gap then down to two, three teams who, who are all on nine points, all having come from three um, victories. Avondale Rangers, three wins from five. Into London in sixth with three wins from six. And West Essex under 23 is one of the early leaders in the division, actually. Three wins from five with a game in hand on some of the sides above. Just below those sides, in eighth place, are Flyers under 23s, who have won two and drawn one so far this season, giving them seven points in the league. And in ninth place, Emerson and Upminster Reserves do have games in hand, but have won just one of four so far this year. Three points giving them their total. And it's three points also for 10th place Oldest Amiens Reserves, who have one victory to their name from their opening six games as they look to move up the table as things move along. The only side in the division without a point so far are Newham and Havering Borough, who sit bottom of the table in 11th with no points to date. And that brings to a close our Essex Alliance League roundup for the month of October. Well, it's been a very busy month, of course, with lots of County Cup and fence and cup and trophy action for our sides we look forward to bringing you more 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 roundup next month but for now if you'd like to find out more information visit our website www.essexallianceleague.com goodbye for now This is Andrew Gidley with the NRG Kent Canterbury Ball League Roundup, starting with the results. In the Premier Division, Borden Village 1, Hawes 1, Gypsy 2, Minster 2, Fleet Down United 7, Bromleyans 1, Idehill 3, Hawkins 5, Kingshill 2, Tenterton Town 2, New Romney 6, 10MB 2, Red Velvet 5, Peckham Town 1. In Division 1, Central East, Ashford 2, Whitstable Town Reserves 1, K-Sports Reserves 1, Greenway Aces 0, Snodden Town Reserves 2, Rustle Reserves 1, West Farley 0, Hons and Blair Reserves 3, Woodnesborough 2, Rochester City 1, Division 1 West, Belvedere 1, Sporting Club Tensbury Reserves 2, Bexley 2, Equinocchial 0, Metrogas 3, Crockenhill 0, Welling Park 2, South and East Athletic 0, Division 2 Central and East, Ellsford 0, Deal Town Reserves 3, Tangerton 3, Cuxton 91 Reserves 3, Tenton Town Reserves 3, St Ports 5. Division 2 West Bromleyans 1, Falkenwood 1, Greenwich 1, Fleet Down United Reserves 1, Warmington 4, Bexley Reserves 1, Parkwood 2, Stansford OMB Reserves 1. Division 3 Central and East, Bay Point 7, Gillingham Town 2, Chillingham 4, Selinge 4, St Ports Reserves 2, Lennon Wanderers 3, Kingshill Reserves 6, Charing 0. Locomotive Canterbury 0, New Romney Reserves 4. In Division 3 West, All Stars 0, Dartford Celtic 2, Halls Official Halls 7, Oxford United 3, Long Lane Reserves 0, Ide Hill Reserves 4. In the Les Lakey Cup first round, Lartford and New Hyde Reserves 2, AFC Rangers 4. London Junior Cup second round, Athenians 0, AMG Ballers 1, Club Santa Cruzans de Londra 1, Metrogas Reserves 2. Craven Arrows 3, South Dulwich 0, Kiwi 2, Club Langley 3, Long Lane 4, Chelsea Rovers 4, Rovers win 4-1 on penalties. Seven Oaks Senior Charity Cup first round, Cucks 91-4, Farnborough Boys Guild 3. In the Vets Division, Division 1, Bredhurst Juniors 4, Snodland Town 6. In Division 2, Ancorians 0, Larford and New Heights 1, Cobham Colts 2, Woodcombe Sports and Social 2. In Division 3, Kingshill 4, Lennon Wanderers 3, MPE 1, Medway United Reserves 3. And Kent County League are now publicising the Premier Division attendances. On Saturday, Fleet Down were watched by a crowd of 152. New Romney pulled in 134. 
Chipstead 80, Red Velvet 56, Kings Hill 53, Warden Village 40 and Ide Hill 30. Rounding up the Premier Division action uh, this week, Elfie Clark and Reese Rani both scored twice as Fleet Down won 7-1 against Bromleyans. Tom Morgan and Reese Blythe hit two apiece as New Romney won 6-2 against 10MB. Red Jenkins and Cameron Millen were two other players netting twice and Red Velvet's 5-1 win over Peckham Town. Elsewhere in the Premier Division at the weekend, Luke Reeve hit two as Hawkins were 5-3 winners at Ide Hill. A 90th minute penalty by Jack Cousin earns Bolton Village a point after trailing at, against Hawes. Jack Highwood and Ben Lockett helped Chipstead recover from 2-0 down to draw 2-2 against Minster. Sam Bangura and Josh Neve scoring for the visitors in the space of five minutes just before the half-hour mark. Kings Hill and Tenderton take a point apiece after a 2-2 draw. Oliver Aston and Luke McHugh for Hill with Charlie Sharp and Brad Burton notching again for the visitors. Looking at the league tables as we head into a new month of November, starting with the Premier Division. New Romney and Stansville OMB, both with 22 points from their 9 and 10 games played respectively. A goal difference of 11 for New Romney and 8 for Stansfeld. It's tight for 3rd and 4th as well. Fleet United hold 3rd place, courtesy of scoring 2 more goals than Red Velvet. Both had 21 points from 9 and 8 games played respectively. At the bottom, Bromleyans 3 from 10, Oxford United 3 from 8 and 10MB 7 from 10 are the three clubs there. Very tight at the top in Division 1 Central and East with uh, five clubs on 18 points. Cuxton 91, Greenway Aces, Snodden Town Reserves, Sturry and Ashford all having won uh, six games out of seven. Snodden Town drawing three of those games so far. The goal difference, Cucks 91-15, Greenway Aces 15, Snodland Town Reserves 12, Sturry 11 and Ashford 7. At the bottom, West Farley 0 from 7, Whistleville Town Reserves 3 from 9 and Hollands and Blair Reserves 4 from 8. In Division 1 West, Welling Park lead the way, 7 wins out of 9, 22 points. Metrogas 2nd, 16 from 8, Bexley 3rd, 15 from 7. At the bottom, South East Athletic, who picked up their first point the week before last, one point from seven, Crockenhill two from eight, Belvedere three from seven. In Division Two Central and East, Deal Town Reserves lead the way, five wins out of five, 15 points from their uh, matches played, Sittingbourne Reserves second, 14 from seven, Tenton Town Reserves third, nine from four. At the bottom, Lid Town Reserves one from four, Minster Reserves three from five, and Aylesford four from five. In Division 2 West, Falkenwood uh, drew for the second time this season at the weekend. They have 20 points from 8 games played. Parkwood Rangers, their nearest challenges, 19 from 7. Orpington 3rd, 11 from 7. At the bottom, Dulwich Village, 3 from 6. Bexley Reserves, 3 from 5. Farnborough Boys Guild, 3 from 4. In Division 3 Central and East, Chillum lead the way. Newcomers to the league this season, of course, 6 wins out of 8, 19 points. Gillingham Town 2nd, 18 from 9, Selling 3rd, 17 from 7. At the bottom, St Porch Reserves 1 from 7, Lennon Wanderers 5 from 7, and Locomotive Canterbury 5 from 6. And in Division 3 West, AMG Ballers, 6 wins out of 6, and also progress in the London Junior Cup at the weekend. Uh, a 1-0 win over Athenians at uh, Regent's Park in central London. Ballers 18 points from 6, Dartford Celtic 2nd, 14 from 8, All-Stars 3rd, 13 from 6. At the bottom, Metrogas Reserves 2 points from 4, AFC Lewisham 3 from 5, and Oxford United Reserves 4 from 8. Checking on the uh, league goalscorers at the end of the month across the divisions, Kalechi Ikenseenu of AMG Ballers heads the way, 23 from 6 games played, Ryan Golding 16 from 11, Anthony Ty of Welling Park 11 from 9, Edie Borge of Danson Sports 10 from 8, Ashley Boyd of Selinge 10 from 10, Luke Collett of Gurren Nanak 9 from 7, Red Jenkins of Red Velvet 11 from 10, Will Richards of Tankerton 10 from 7, Danny Rowe of Cuxton 9 from 9, 
and Kelvin Sills of Woodcombe Sports and Social Veterans, 10 from 5. Finally, sad news last week of the passing of Roy Benton of Bearstead Football Club. In a statement issued by the Kent County League, uh, Chairman Gavin Hoare said Roy was a true gentleman of the game and alongside all his dedication to his club was also part of our management team on the Kent County League and gave great service to all member clubs. He will be greatly missed and we send our condolences to all his family and friends. And certainly Twitter has been inundated with tributes from clubs, people across the uh, whole length and breadth of the county in paying tribute to Roy, who, as I say, was uh, involved with Bearstead but uh, had dealings and connections right across the uh, whole range of football being played in the county of Kent. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHawk. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHawk on Google Play or visit our website at matchhawk.com. Truly a great match. MatchHawk. Hi guys, Rav here from Grand Sports Club representing the Rochester District League. Starting with results from last weekend. In Division 1, Gravesend winning 4-1 against Little Shastard. Ballster Wanderers winning 12-0 against Kent Marina in Division 2. And in Division 3, Park Regis winning 4-1 at home to AFC United Medway. Sin Cup action, Centenary Cup, Group A, Bly Sports losing 2-0 to Burdos Juniors. Ballstall losing 5-0 to Raynham Kenilworth. Ourselves, Grand Sports winning 4-1 against Rochester City Reserves. Greenway Aces, R&Z winning 5-3 against the Apple Yard. Ham Hill losing 7-1 to Upchurch. Midway City winning 2-1 against Riverside. Cochinorsis Strood winning 5-0 against Eccles in Centennial Cup Group B. ME3 winning 3-2 against Ancorians Academicals. Avery Joes losing 6-5 to Tuckers. Eccles Reserves winning 4-0 against Black Eagle. Beechwood 76 winning 3-1 against Pegasus 81. Raynham 84. Losing 4-3 to FC Waldham. Royal Saints and uh, Woodcombe Sports and Social Town was an away walkover. Village Upchurch winning 3-0 against Hunton. And uh, Woodcombe Sport and Social Saturday losing 4-2 to Stockbury Athletic. Fixtures for this weekend. In the Prem, Bredhurst Juniors take on Medway City. Gillingham Bilbao take on Riverside in Division 1. Greenway Aces R&D take on Gravesend. In Division 2, ME3 take on Kent Marina Saturday. Techers take on Ballster Wanderers. In Division 3, Hanson take on Black Eagle. Pegasus 81 take on Park Regis. And Royal Saints take on Raynham 84. Some Kent Cup action in Group A. Ballster take on Gillingham Green. Cuxton 91 Reserves take on Marletown. Park Regis take on Rochester City. Upchurch take on Gillingham Town. Bly Sports take on Ham Hill. Cannon 24 take on Cochinorsis Strood. Eccles take on Woodcombe Sport and Social Town. Falkham Reserves uh, face ourselves Grand Sports Club. Apple Yard take on Raynham Kenilworth. And Kent Junior C action. AFC United Medway take on Woodcombe Sport and Social Saturday. And Corey's Academicals take on FC Waldham. Beechwood 76 take on Eltham, Elm Valley. Better Shanga Welfare face Little Shasted. Medway Stars Reserves take on Eccles Reserves. Stockbury Athletic take on Average Joes. Welcome back for your latest roundup and look ahead at the fixtures for the Southern Veterans Football League section for the Celt Grassroots podcast. Let's look straight back at last Saturday, the 29th of October, the results. Starting off in Division 1, we have Glebe 3, Long Lane 1, Independent 2, 
New Park nil. Leon Stars 5, Metrogas 2. That's the results for Division 1. Into Division 2. Bow Street Runners 3, Norwood Lakers 0. Hollington 5, FC Kawuya 1. That's, uh, that's Hollington setting their standard out there. Um, obviously, good side Hollington by all accounts. Um, I've only seen them briefly last year. Um, but yeah, Kawuya being a strong team in Division 2, that's... Certainly a, a, a telling tale of Hollington with a 5-1 victory. Um, Seagas 6, Catford Wanderers 2008-2. And Wallingham A versus Cray Wanderers was given as a home walkover. Um, into Division 3, Gresham Borough 1. SP Athletic 3, New Park 2003, Kingsdale 2. That's your Division 3, just a couple of results there. Into Division 4, Blythe Hill 2, Greenwich Challenge 5, Crayford Arrows 4, Warningham B 1, Hayden Youth Association 4, Borden Sports Old Boys 7. South East Athletic 1 Swanscombe Tigers 0 um, Into Division 5 Now it's not often you see one of these But Catford Wanderers Old Boys Versus Cudham United Was a 0-0 Now that is definitely not something I have seen For Actually I don't think I've even seen one In a Vets football to be perfectly honest But hey Here's what it is um, Division 5 still, Sydenham Sports 6, Chipstead 0, convincing home win for Sydenham there. And they recently played Chipstead away, I believe, and won as well. Um, Warningham Super Vets 0, Orpington 2, that's in Division 6. Um, also in Division 6, Longlands Athletic 2, Bromleyans B 4. Into Division Seven, Petswood Seniors, nil, Seagas Super Vets 4, Seymour Villa 1, Welling Park 7, South, South East Athletic 2nds 4, Rustlers 2, and then in the only cup game that um, affected anyone in uh, Southern Veterans Football, was the Chairman's Cup, which was Westrum Seniors versus Seven Oaks Town, and that was Westrum four and Seven Oaks seven. So Seven Oaks progressing through in the cup there. So that's all the results from last week. Let's look at the fixtures coming forward on the fifth of November. Although actually one piece of news. Um Obviously, there's an elephant in the room. Everyone's probably quite well aware that LSU across the board, um, the teams haven't been able to play for the last few weeks. Um, it's been confirmed today that um, all teams, barring the first team, so the four other teams for LSU, are allowed to commence league action starting again from this weekend and where appropriate. Um, first team, still there's an investigation underway or ongoing, which should hopefully um, yield some results in the next couple of weeks to enable the first team to get back to league action. But up until that, and that's been resolved, the first team can only play cup games. So LSU Masters can continue playing cup games, but no league action until um, final results pending from the FA investigation. Um, so, Brighton Oak, most of the LSU teams are now about playing league action um, where fixtures are available. So let's go on to the fixtures coming up for the 5th of November. Um, although, actually, sorry, another piece of information. There was a cup final for Black History um, Month. Uh, this has been an ongoing cup competition from the summer, um, which the final was on Sunday um, just gone 
the 30th of October, held at Collier's Wood United Football Club. Um, LSU Masters um, were in the final and against the West London Rams. Um, with the LSU Masters, we won and came out 3-2 victors on the day. Um, there's, it's all over social media, Instagram, everything from um, the London uh, sort of people that were there representing it, um, from the amateur footballer, Your Fresh Sport TV, um, and a host of others that were there with cameras filming it and um, taking pictures. So I'm sure you have probably seen something on Instagram or across Twitter um, for some of the clips. Anthony Mack and me scored an absolute weldy. Um, after yours truly had just made a save at the other end for the Masters. He went straight out the other end and made it 2-1. So, um, yeah, good news there um, for obviously LSU in a current time of trouble. But, yeah, positive um, steps have been taken so far from the FA, so that's good. And, um, yeah, so we're still playing, just uh, not allowed to do league stuff at the minute. So let's crack on with Division 1. Uh, 5th of November, fixtures. Metrogas versus Leone Stars. New Park versus Johnson and Phillips. That's your Division 1. I do believe there's a host, whole host of cut fixtures which we'll get to um, later once we've gone through the divisional fixtures. So there may not be that many league fixtures to, to go through, but we'll, we'll still continue anyway. Grey Wanderers in Division 2 versus Bow Street Runners. Hollington v Norwood Lakers, Parkwood Rangers versus Wallingham A into Division 3, Bromley FC versus New Park 2000, X Blues v Fleet Down United, oh yeah, Division 3 fixtures into Division 4, Greenwich Challenge versus Blythe Hill. Swanscombe Tigers versus Hayden Youth Association. Wallingham B versus Warren Athletic. Into Division 5. Chipstead versus Sporting Croydon. Seven Oaks Town versus Sydenham Sports. Westrum Seniors versus Catford Wanderers Old Boys. Into Division 6. Greenways Aces versus AFC Greencourt. Who Vets Red versus Bromleyans B. Slade Green Knights versus Alpington. And Sporting Club Thamesmead versus Wallingham Super Vets are your Division 6 fixtures. Into Division 7. Uh, Gratian Borough B versus Petswood Seniors. Old Peppy's second eleven versus Bow Street Runners B. Rustlers versus Welling Park. Seagas versus Southeast Athletic second eleven. Alright, okay, as I said, there are a number of cup fixtures also being played on this upcoming Saturday. Um and it is the London Veterans Cup, which is sponsored by Tabrice from the amateur footballer. So let's get cracking through those. Catford Wanderers versus Hearn Bay. FC Kawuya versus Independent. Groundhoppers versus Old Peppies, first 11. LSU Masters versus Glebe. Long Lane versus Hillingdon Abbots. SP Athletic versus Croy Gas Phoenix. Woodford Town versus Sporting Kits. Charcoal versus Summers Athletic. And then one final cup, which I don't think has anything to do with the Southern Veterans, but it's the Kent Junior Cup Group A, which is Cuxton 1991 versus Marletown. I don't believe either of them play in a Southern Veterans, but there we go. That is fixtures for the 5th of November. Right. Um, obviously, I've missed a couple of weeks due to things where I've not been able to speak about stuff. Um, 
had a quick recap earlier, obviously, of the current situation with LSU as a as a club. Um, with the um, basically four of the teams were allowed to play. Obviously, first team still currently suspended from playing league fixtures only, can play in cups. So there has been movement. Everyone else is back to playing full football, whether it's league or cup. Um, I believe it's only just been confirmed today. So therefore, the rest of the the club aren't actually um, got fixtures this weekend. For that reason, based on the fact it's only just been um, confirmed this week and it's a bit too late to obviously arrange fixtures for those teams, which they've had a couple of weeks postponements. So um, let's rattle through quickly now because we're at the start of November. Um, Let's rattle through and have a look at um, the divisions just quickly. See some of them. has not a true reflection due to the amount of league games that some teams have played but we'll give give ourselves a a bit of a a view of where everyone is standing who's made good starts or not so in division one long lane leading away they played the most games so they played seven won four lost three um and they got 12 points so leon stars are sitting second played six with 11 points independent are in third Again, played six, got 10 points. LSU Masters are in fourth currently, only played four with nine points. Obviously, that will stay like that for maybe another couple of weeks, hopefully, depending on how long it takes for a decision. And then we're back to league action. Charcoal in fifth, played three, got nine, so maximum from there, three games played. New Park are in sixth, with played six, got nine on the board. Glebe are in seventh. Played four, got seven points. Sporting Santos, sorry, Sporting Santos, are in eighth. Played five and only got two points. It's been a tough introduction to the top division for Sporting Santos after getting promotion last year. Um, ninth, Johnson and Phillips played four, only the one point, and tenth, Metro Gas played five, only one point. That's goal difference splitting those two. Johnson and Phillips got a game in hand. Very early stages. Um, it's going to be a busy season at the bottom and the top by the looks of it. Um, everyone's still got lots to play for. People dropping points left, right and centre apart from charcoal. Um, I'm sure they'd like that to be out there. Um, but yeah, so a good first division as it stands at the moment. Um, obviously, somebody's, as I said, there's still games to be played by a number of teams to catch up. Um, so into Division 2, leading away in first, Seagas. Played 5, 13 points. Walling May in second, again played 5 or 12. Hollington, maximum points from their three in third. So got nine points from the three games. FC Kawuya played four, seven points in fourth. Catford Wanderers in fifth, played four, seven points from them. Sixth position, Bow Street Runners, played four, six points. In seventh, Parkwood Rangers versus, so what, they got four games played, four points on the board. LSU, Legends, eighth, played two, zero points on the board at the minute. Um... And ninth and tenth, Nord Lakers and Cray Wanderers respectively. Nord Lakers in ninth played four zero points. Cray Wanderers in tenth played five zero points. Goal difference splitting all three of them teams on zero points. Again, LSU only played the two games. Um, but they'll be back to league action, not this week, but the weekend after, I believe. Into Division 3. Um... Leading away, SP Athletic played seven, 18 points on the board. Uh, yeah, so only dropping, only losing the one game there so far for SP Athletic. Um, in second, Bromley played five, 15 points. Got a couple of games on hand and only three points behind, so they're doing well themselves, maximum points from their games played. Groundhoppers are in third, played three. Six points on the board. Fourth, Fleet Down. In fact, actually, from third to seventh, they've all got six points. 
just goal difference that has um, split the teams. So in fourth, Fleet Down United. Fifth, Gravesham Borough A. Sixth, X Blues. And in seventh, Kingsdale. All on six points. So very tight there. Um, first and second have already built themselves up a, a decent lead um, of points. Um, but yeah, from third down to seventh, very tight. Just literally split on goal difference. Eighth, Bromleyans. Played five, three points on the board. Ninth, Fleece is New Park, 2000. Played five, only three points on the board. Um, into Division 4. And leading the way are Borden Sports, Old Boys. Uh, maximum points, played five, 15 on the board. So a good start to them. New side into the Vets um, setup. I don't know nothing about them. So if anyone's got any information, please feel free to let me know. Um, second place, Walden and B played five, nine points. This is actually a fairly well sort of planned out league because they've all played roughly the same amount of games. So it's actually quite a good position. So again, the next one, two, three, four, five places, next five positions are all on seven points. And again, split by goal difference. So Swanscombe Tigers are in third with seven. South East Athletic in fourth, Warren Athletic in fifth, Greenwich Challenge in sixth, and Aztec in seventh. All on seven points and goal difference splitting them up. Into, into eighth place, Hayden Youth Association. Played four, six points on the board. Ninth, Craven Arrows. Played seven, six points on the board. And tenth, Blythe Hill. Played five, only one point on the board. It looks like it could be a long season for Blythe Hill again after, um, I think they tumbled down the division last year as well, not picking up many points last year. Um, into Division 5. Leading the way are Cudham United in first. Played six with 16 points. In second, LSU... Seniors played three, nine points. Sporting Croydon are in third, played five with nine points. Sydney Sports are in fourth, played five and nine points. And then in fifth, Catford Wanderers, old boys, played three with seven points. And then sixth down to ninth um, are all on zero points. Um, Croygas Phoenix are in 6th, Sevenoaks in 7th, Westrum in 8th, and Chipstead in ninth. All on zero points, split by goal difference. Um, Corey Gass and Sevenoaks in 6th and 7th respectively have only played two games um, with Westrum and Chipstead playing four. So, yeah, it's going to be a battle down between them four at the bottom by the looks of it in that division this year. Everyone else has picked up some wins along the way. Into Division 6. In first, leading the way after their promotion of last season from Division 7, Old Peppies. And played four, maximum points, 12 for them. And a good, healthy goal difference of 22. So they have not found it too too hard obviously going up from division seven to division six after last year um their first season um in vets football in second place lsu old boys played three um, again maximum points for them with nine on the board third is sporting club thamesmead with eight out of their four games alpenton in fourth played four seven points on the board bromleyans in fifth Played five, seven points. Greenway's Aces, sorry, sixth. Played two, six points on the board, so maximum for them. Hoovets Red in seventh, played four, six points on the board. In eighth, Longlands Athletic, played six, and four points on the board for them. Ninth place is Slade Green Knights, played three with two points. Tenth, Wallingham Super Vets, played five, just a one point. And then 11th and, oh, actually, Sporting Club Thamesmead. That can't be right. What's happened here? I have no idea. 
because there's two sporting club terms meets in the same division. One's played no games. How weird. No idea. Let's ignore that. Um, AFC Green Court are in... It's got 12th, but um, there were zero points anyway. But yeah, that's weird. Don't know what's going on there. Um, let's move on quickly, because that is confusing. Division 7. Up top, Seagas are already stretching away, although they have played seven games. Seagas Supervets have played seven, got 19 points. Second is Welling Park, uh, played for maximum points from their games with 12. And that is also the same case for Southeast Athletic. Seconds played for 12 points from their games. Um, Seymour Villas in fourth have played six and have 12 points on the board as well. Old Pepe, second 11th in five, in position five, sorry, with played five and nine points on the board. In sixth, Rustlers, played six, four points on the board. Seventh, Bow Street Runners B, played two, three points. Eighth, Gravesham, Gravesham Borough B, played five and three points. Petswood Seniors in ninth, played seven, zero points. And LSU Super Vets. In 10th, played for zero points. That is a roundup of all league standings um, from top to bottom. Um, so, yeah, just to finish off with saying good luck to everyone who is playing this weekend. Um, hope you all have an enjoyable day out on playing football and um, the results are as good as it can be and football is enjoyable. Um, thanks for listening. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.